It's the Tom Bernard Show without Tom Bernard, but with... <laughs> hey, what's up, man? It's Trix. How y'all doing? Steve London. Man. You don't have to talk if you don't want to. <laughs> Andy Brad Bernard. And Cassie Schrader. And we will be right back in about two minutes. Michael Bryant, Brad, Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Well, basically, we're trying to represent people who have been hurt and talk to them before they talk to an adjuster. Uh, one of the key points is to make sure you know what your rights are before you start talking to the insurance company and they start asking you questions or they try to settle your case early and cheap. Well, what's interesting to me is, you know, a lot of people have fear of attorneys. It makes them very uncomfortable. They get nervous about it. What should I do? I've known Michael for years and years now, and I would highly recommend you. So that should be good enough for everybody because I don't endorse people who are dirtbags. Well, I, I appreciate that. Um, but I guess the key is, is people think I'll charge them if I talk to them. Right. So a lot of people call me up. It's like, how much is this going to cost if you call me back? Like, you want me to call you back? How much will that cost? I don't charge people. The only way I get paid is if we recover, um, if we get money from the, the other side. And there's a lot of people I talk to that I never get paid for that are just part of giving them advice to make sure they know what they can do and what their rights are. And your record's terrific as well, we should point out. Well, it works. It's been good. <laughs> it's been good, ladies and <laughs> it's gentlemen. It's been good. And how do they contact you? And, uh, e- either through our website, which is minnesotapersonalinjury.com, minnesotapersonalinjury.com, or at 800-770-7008. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw and Bryant. Join us every Thursday at 2 o'clock Central for our newest podcast, Car Selling Secrets. It'll be co-hosted by me, Tom Bernard, and Doug Sprinthal from Walzer Automotive Group. We'll be talking about lots of stuff relating to how dealership sales actually work, as well as the latest product updates from nearly every make sold in the USA. If you have questions for the podcast, either email Doug at Walzer.com or call the studio live at 952-800-1492. We are back, and we have apparently Tom at the doctor's office. We don't know why. (laughs) Hopefully nothing major. But we don't need him, because the studio's almost full anyway. We can just jam out to Stevie Wonder. And that. You can't get enough of Stevie. Right? Uh, It's good cleaning music, by the way. Oh. When you, when what? <laughs> but it's true. How do you not dance to that? Like, how I do you know. Use? It I makes suppose. cleaning so much more enjoyable. Makes you want to shake your Him and Bruno bit, Mars. Right? If you put yes. Bruno Mars on and you're not dancing, you're an angry person. It's like a Swiffer commercial. Yeah. Right? That's what my. That's what it looks like when I clean. I look like a Swiffer commercial mm. or Clorox commercial. Just Stevie Wonder? Yeah, Stevie Wonder, Michael Jackson. Anything that gets you moving, that's what I use. Which Michael, black or white Michael? Uh. <laughs> you have to ask. I'm sorry. <laughs> you got to you got to I know. It's... Thriller Michael or ghoulish? Well, yeah. <laughs> Thriller Michael. I mean, does anyone actually prefer his later years? I like some. Yeah. Actually, the the album Invincible was not that bad. It was actually pretty good. Yeah, but it. Uh, but for got, Michael, it actually got, pretty good is you know. Well, it got panned <laughs> versus because it's it's not Thriller. I think Sony because I think Sony's the one that put it out. And is it Tommy Matola that was the uh, president or whatever of Sony? He wasn't um, promoting it properly 
properly, and that's and why Mike was beefing with Sony. Yeah, and that's mm. why he um, was going around. But eighties eighties artists or people who peaked in the eighties trying to come out now mm-hmm. is rarely good. That's like yeah. I've heard, uh, you know, I've heard new Duran Duran. I've heard mm. new Boy George. I've heard new Lionel Richie. And you're like, no. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I forgot no. Duran Duran tried to come back. It doesn't have that same um, you know, magic it did back. I, yeah, exactly. Like it's just so with Michael. Michael just gets away because he's one of the greatest, if not the greatest, entertainer. Uh-huh. And we just want to see him dance and moonwalk. Yeah, same with Prince though too. I Prince mean, was his, great though. He his music, but a lot of his music that his later stuff nobody's heard. He never put it out there, and yeah. it's very obscure stuff. I mean, Prince was always out of the box though. If you really. Yeah. I still don't know what he means by when doves cry. I don't know. <laughs> it sounds good. <laughs> I'm going to assume it's, uh, you know, something sexual, and we'll just leave it at that. Yeah. I don't know what he's talking about, but yeah. it's just a great song. <laughs> it is. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, you, but if you go back, and, and I'm not in any way trying to diss Prince in any way. He's one of my favorite. I mm-hmm. watched that guy get six encores in a concert one time. Wow. Six. Mm-hmm. And it was just funny because we kept, like, leaving – like, we left the first time, mm-hmm. and we're all outside talking, like, you know, the area, the concourse, talking about the concert, and then all of a sudden the band starts playing. We're like, wait a minute, what's going on here? We go back in, and there he is on stage. So the second time he gets his, we're like, wait a minute, I, I don't think we should leave. I just have the funniest feeling mm-hmm. he's not. I'm, I'm going to wait and see if the band members leave. And then he did that six times, and mm-hmm. then he finally is done. But Prince is just one of those guys who's just so iconic that... Yeah, you know, you you like you want to root for him, even if the music. You don't want to say the music sucked. Mm-hmm. If it, if like if you put out something out now, you because you just love him so much. You know, you don't want to say ah, this is horrible. Yeah, it's Prince, so I'll deal with it. You know, <laughs> you'd rather rip on like Taylor Swift. Yeah, you can't diss Prince or Michael or any of them. You you try like you can't. You know, yep. like Shaw Day was to come out with something. Shaw Day is a beautiful woman, mm-hmm. but if, and the song could suck. But I'm like, but it's Shaday, man. <laughs> I know, <laughs> it's Shade, right? dude. I I don't want to say it sucks because it's Shaday, mm. right? Exactly. I I totally get what you're We're not really saying. Comparing Shaday to Prince and Michael Jackson, though, are we? You're not really comparing apples and, and, and to oranges there. No, but she's a, she's iconic yeah. too, right? She's iconic too. I think she she's on a different level than Michael and Prince. Just because she can't moonwalk doesn't mean she's not. <laughs> she actually works a lot behind the scenes writing music for other artists. Does she? Too. I believe so. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Because she really hasn't come out with anything. I mean, Smooth Operator, I think, is probably her <laughs> big, biggest hit. I love that you know. Uh, I always thought she was amazing. a one-hit wonder. I didn't even know that she was that. Really? Yeah. Oh yeah, in the I mean, R&B I guess I community, I think you need to sit over there. <laughs> well, I was thirty-seven years old. I should know this stuff, right? <laughs> you put on Sade when you have a girl over, candlelight dinner. Oh yeah, that's that's the music you're playing. It's kind of like that romantic elevator music. Oh, see, no, I, I, oh, she, it, I grew yes. up with Drew Hill in the background. <laughs> Drew Hill, you play that if you have gambling problems. You have to explain <laughs> to your wife. Why are you going to be living in a trailer for the next four months? Do you need, then you need then you need thong song to make things to smooth things over, <laughs> thong right? Thong song, oh my god, I haven't heard that. You know, in you ages. don't you don't play Sade for for that. No, Sade no. is like that nice, 
You know, if you don't want, it's like doing yoga without yoga. Yeah, that's it's very smooth. Or bath. That's the music you put on when you want to take a nice, relaxing hot bath. Yeah, it's just you put on some Sade. I feel like relax. you do this. You've done this before. Yes, I do. I, <laughs> that and Enya. Enya is kind of my. <laughs> Enya. Wow. <laughs> Look at Pat's face. He's like, oh, for Christ. I had... goodness sakes. You got to understand, I got six kids in the house. I need my relax, you know, my relaxation right. time. Enya and Sade is definitely white wine music. Definitely not red wine music. Yeah. <laughs> That's white wine music for sure. White wine, yes. yes. <laughs> so um, I I looked at your bio, and I'm glad you, oh, you have done, done it. That. You've done a ton of stuff. I know. that's, But you still shouldn't have looked at it. It's Aww. horrible. Well, I, I always like to look and see. And then so I watched. Inaccurate. I wanted to watch a couple of clips of you. And, and oh, please was, don't do that. No. <laughs> I was watching one about how uh, don't diss Asians. And yeah, that was an old, old semi-hacky But no, it joke was. joke I had. It was so true. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is so true. Cause I, I was... You know the thing about comedy, right, is yeah. I, comics hate it when you have jokes that are just, they're, they're basic, uh-huh. but they're super relatable. So mm-hmm. they'll, they'll always go over mm-hmm. with audiences. Comics kind of want you to talk about the molecular structure of jokes, and that doesn't even exist. They want you to be super clever and super smart and out of the box and cooler words and you know, something they've never heard before. I'm like, look, we all live life, dude. Like, you know, we've all had breakups and we all have Facebook and we all know what Tinder is. And so we're going to talk about things that are not as complicated. That Asian joke, actually, I think it's accurate. Mm -hmm. I I like to think it is. Asians laugh. That's the important thing. (laughs) They do. They laugh. Well, you have stereotypes, right? Yeah. And and I do. What I don't understand, and I know I'm a white person, but it's like a lot of time. Are you? Yeah, I am. <laughs> <laughs> no, like some of the stereotypes, they're not that bad. Yet people get so offended by them, and I don't understand people that. People get offended by everything these days. I know. And that's why with my show, I right at the beginning, I tell people, look, man, get that out. Get out of here with that. Yeah. I'm not. I don't care. So you, you kind of like just, just leave. Because, I'm, and I'm not saying I'm going to come out there and start advocating horrible things. Like, I'm not yeah. going to come out there and be like, you know, I'm not going to advocate rape or mm-hmm. ped- pedophilia and horrible things that exist in our world. But at the same time, if you're going to get offended because I'm laughing at the fact that Donald Trump is the president of the United States mm-hmm. and I'm just, just this guy from The Apprentice is the leader of the free world, if that <laughs> bothers you, then you need to go because yep. it gets worse. And uh, if, if words offend you, then I don't know what to tell you because like, life gets way harder, man. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And there are way worse things going on in the world than what I'm about to say. You came to a comedy club. Like, I don't know what you were expecting. It's not Christian Mingle, dude. Like, we're not gonna, <laughs> yeah. we're not gonna sing hymns. Like, this is a comedy club. Things are gonna be said. Yeah. And there's alcohol here. Yeah, exactly. You know I mean? I, I, okay? <laughs> there's alcohol here. We are all drinking it. So I don't know what you expect us to talk about. Yeah. You know, if you think I'm gonna read uh, verses from the Bible for an hour and a half, then you're just in the wrong room. Yeah, but then there would be people that would get offended that you're bringing up religion. Exactly, yeah. and I don't, <laughs> and I don't bring up religion because yeah. I feel like if I can't speak intelligently about it, then I don't really want to talk about it. Mm-hmm. Or if I don't have a stance on it, then I, there's no need for me to say anything yeah. about that. People uh-huh. think they need to have an opinion on everything. You know what I mean? Even things <laughs> that don't matter to them. 
It's like someone can ask them, it's like, you know, what do you think about the Franco-Prussian War? And they'll like, I feel very strongly that the, the Prussians were <laughs> you wronged. You do not. You don't. <laughs> yeah. Because fake outrage is just... Yeah. Like, even with that R. Kelly situation, I'm like, shut up, Ben. Mm-hmm. There's nothing in that documentary that you saw that was new to you. Yeah. Nothing. I know. There was nothing yeah. in there that made me go, oh, I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. I knew everything in there. And I was like, and? Yeah. What What are we going to do? Oh, is he going to jail? Mm-hmm. Then stop Then stop with the fake outrage. Stop. Yeah. It. I you know? know. People want to be offended just to be offended. It's ridiculous. And, and I, I can't imagine being a comic in today's world. Oh, I just don't care. I just don't care anymore. You don't care. You yeah. just let the, it you all You know what out. it is? Because uh, I know, I think it's all about intent, right? Like if mm-hmm. I say something, I know my intent behind saying it, you know? And if I'm saying something, I remember somebody got offended at me because I do a joke. I'm not going to do it now, but I, there's a joke I do about the Me Too movement, right? Mm-hmm. And it kind of segues into like a, a bigger message at the end of my show. And I had a woman come up to me and she's like, you know, I just, I just didn't like that you were talking about it. And I'm like, why? Mm-hmm. Did you hear me say that I support all the men who have been getting away with it? No. Do you hear me making fun of the women who mm-hmm. it's been affected? No. Am, am I doing anything of those things? No. I just, I'm talking about it because we all are talking about it. Yeah. It's, it, it's in our world. You don't like the fact that I'm talking about it because I'm not saying what you want me to say. And you, I'm not saying what you, mm-hmm. I don't have your stance. Yeah. Or because I don't share your opinion, then all of a sudden you're offended, which is absolutely ridiculous. Because nobody. Nobody has a, a thing we deal with in this world that we all share the same point of view on. There's nothing in this world that right. we all, sh- even to, down to God. I'm sorry, not down to God. Up to God. Wow. Not everybody believes in God. Do you mm-hmm. understand what I'm saying? So if, you, if you're going to get offended because people don't share your point of view on things, then you're going to be mad every day of your life. Mm-hmm. And if you're going to do that. A lot that, of people are. You'd be surprised. And, you know, the social justice warriors on the internet and everyone that has a lot of th- to say online, it's just mm-hmm. like, I think. Social media and the whole online presence of things has just changed the way society is because I came up, we didn't have internet and we could just, things didn't really bother us as much. Do you, you know? Do you think though that um, having, living in the climate that we are with all this, I'm offended and all that, do you think that's helped comedy? Because then it gives an escape for people to go to have no. Mm, yes and no. Okay. Yes and no. I agree with what you just said, though. It is true because there are people who are tired of the mm-hmm. PC world and they want to hear stuff mm-hmm. that are that's out the box. They want to hear point of view and they want to hear things that they can re- they, they 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 can relate to or opinions that they share. They yeah. Want, they want to hear that stuff. Um, and then it doesn't help comedy because there are comics who are afraid to say things mm-hmm. now because you know. People are getting in trouble for tweets they tweeted years ago. Oh, I Think know. about it. Like 10, 15 You know years what I mean? Ago. So there's, there, there are comics who are kind of holding back now or they, they're kind of refining their act because they don't want to piss people off. But mm-hmm. So I think it's a yes and no answer for me. For me personally, I, I love that people kind of want more of the real in, in essence. As long as you're not saying vulgar things. People want the real. They don't really want, yeah. especially in a comedy club, they don't want to come there and get this cookie cutter, cutter act of, yeah, so I go into a bar and <laughs> nobody wants to hear that. They want to hear about you and they want to hear about your experiences and they want to see how we get connected through your experiences, how your experiences are connected with my experiences and how we can relate to stuff. And maybe I share your, you know, me being Canadian and I come here and I start talking about Trump. Mm-hmm. People are like, it's kind of intriguing coming from a Canadian. Yeah. I'm not attacking people who voted for him. I'm simply just kind of getting you to look at the 
just the humorous side of where we are in, in society. Yeah, I totally get that because it's it's I I mean on I watch the BBC news just to find out what the world views us as, to, you know, so it's, it's like when you It's intriguing. Yeah, so when you hear somebody like from Canada talking about American politics or whatever, especially right. in a in a fun way, right. I find that very interesting, and I want yeah. to I want to know what the how the world views us. People, I do. people, people have come. I, I've had rednecks come up to me. Uh-huh. I remember one time right after Tulsa, man, this dude came up super. You know, like I don't know. I've, I always I've always judged Americana by the the accent. The more southern your accent was, I thought you were super American. That's just how I thought. <laughs> you know, just like the more the more you hear me say A is the more Canadian you think I am. A lot of people, right? yeah. So he came up to me and said, hey, I, I heard what you said about my president, and I'm just letting you know I found it funny, but that's my president. And I was like, oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, you know what, man? Good for you. It could have been a lot worse. <laughs> it could have been a lot worse, but he knew he, in his own way. And, and, and he said other things, and he said things like, he, he let me know, look, man, I just I respect the fact that you being a Canadian, you didn't attack me for, because I, I voted for Trump, but you didn't attack me for voting for Trump. You didn't make me feel uh, some kind of way for voting for him. Mm-hmm. You just kind of gave me a humorous perspective to look at. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, good. Then what I'm doing is, then is I'm doing what I set out to do like i don't like um people kind of reading too much into what i'm doing but at least you got the gist of what i was doing you knew that i was just trying to make you laugh man mm-hmm. it's funny think about it like i want you to just just put your biases aside put your personal feelings about the man aside donald trump being the president of the united states is hilarious i know it's hilarious okay because i watched donald trump as a kid i remember he I, he was a guy who owned hotels to me yeah you know he was the guy that you know wrestlemania he he owned Atlantic City hotels, and you know he's in, next thing you know he's shaving this big man's head, and and I'm like, this guy's the leader of the free world. Wow! Yeah, and, you, yeah. and if you told me that he was gonna be, I would have never believed it. I would have never believed that that he's gonna be the president one day. Yeah. Well, we gotta take a quick break. We'll be right back here uh, with Tricks and the rest of the crew, right here on the Tom Bernard Show. It's Tom Bernard with CEO Michael Bilski from North American Banking Company. Michael, we spent some time talking about your free app and money transfer service, XCheck, which is just great, by the way. You can transfer money to your kid to travel home from college and lots of other uses. I got wind of another service you provide at North American Banking Company. What's this Super ID I've been hearing about? Great question, Tommy. Super ID uses your face proof and your finger proof to keep your identity and your money secure. It's really a foolproof way to protect your family and your business from identity fraud. It's simple, fast, and oh, the best part is that it's free to our customers. Super ID, super easy, and super secure. Visit nabanco.com or see my personal banker to get the scoop on XCheck and Super ID. North American Banking Company, a better banking experience. Member FDIC and an equal housing lender. Tom here. Over the years, you've heard me go on and on about my eyes and how great I've been treated by the folks over at Whiting Clinic. Well, it's not just me. There's a reason Whiting Clinic is the number one LASIK practice in the United States and the trusted LASIK provider around these parts. Dr. Whiting's unsurpassed experience, the most advanced Contura laser technology, and lifetime coverage are all backed by Whiting Clinic's best price guarantee. Being the experts that they are, They want to make sure you have the very best for your eyes, just like I did. For a limited time, mention my name and receive an additional $300 off your LASIK. 
That's $300 off Whiting Clinic's already low price for LASIK. Trust your eyes to Twin Cities LASIK experts. Whiting Clinic LASIK and Cataract. Visit whitingclinic.com or call 855-554-2020 and don't forget to tell them Tom sent you. Offer expires March 31st, 2019. Good for both eyes only. Cannot be combined with any other offers. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Oh, yeah? They did it. (laughs) Oh, yeah. It's a shoddy. talking about accents during the break. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> did not know that apparently, well, he apparently did not know that Minnesotans, especially outside of the cities, tend to talk a lot like Canadians. Wow. But or they do. We talk like you. Who stole from who? Yeah, who came first? That's an interesting question. That is a very interesting question. That's inception level stuff. Hmm. That's interesting. Yeah, Fun when, fact Friday. <laughs> when did Minnesota, like, come to be... 1858. Don't so, you know? No, 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 the don't you know? It's the influx of the Norwegians that did the accent, isn't that yes. where it came from? Yeah, yeah. Canadians mm-hmm. say different things too. Like, uh, like, well, half of them are Norwegian too, I'm sure. What do you guys say? <laughs> what do you say when, like, if you say, uh, "What would uh, we got? We we have to drink. We got to go drinking." What would you say? Uh, or we got to get drunk. We just say, "Let's go drinking" or whatever. Yeah, like, there's see, nothing really. Canadians are different. We got to give her. I'm like, I don't tell her. Um, what? Yeah. You got to give her, bro. Let's, let's give her. <laughs> Go pick up a two-four. Like, that, that sounds two-fer. A two-fer? A two-fer. <laughs> but see, that sounds southern to me when saying, let's go get a two-fer. Yeah, man, we're getting a two-fer. Get, we'll get sauced and just what's give a, her. What's a two-fer? 24. 24 cans. Twenty-four cans. See, I grew up in Massachusetts, so we call those handles. Handles? Handles for the liquor, mm, and then... Uh, uh, or if uh, if they it's say it's just a rack, a 30 rack, that's what we call them. 30 rack. 30 rack. That sounds like ribs, dude. <laughs> yeah, it does. <laughs> See, in Minnesota, though, we say, let's go get a back of grain belt. <laughs> well, <laughs> go get drunk. <laughs> in Canada, if we're saying uh, we were we were just, you know, having a few drinks, yeah, we're, we're out there on the boat just ripping lips. I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> Is that? Yeah. I'm so using that. We're like, yeah, we're just that's ripping. We're just Can you write that down lips. for me? <laughs> This guy, named, this guy named Kelly Taylor has, um, the, he's a very funny comedian from Canada, and he has the most amazing camping joke. Uh-huh. And basically, he uh, he reenacts. Basically, the, the gist of the joke is uh, what camping sounds like with with alcohol and without alcohol. So when you're when you're you know when you don't have alcohol, uh, it's like a disastrous day. And then he gives you the same day, but from the perspective of being drunk <laughs> and it's super Canadian and it is the most hilarious. It's so funny that, you know, how some comedy clubs, they'll play videos of who's coming mm-hmm. to the club. That video gets more laughter sometimes than the people, there. than the people that are there <laughs> oh, because funny. it's super Canadian. And then I heard him say, he goes, yeah, man, we're just on the boat, just ripping lips, pedal down, <laughs> which is basically settled now. So I'm like, okay, I, I'm, on a different side of Canada. Well, now, sure. see, like the movie Fargo, when you go up north, that's exactly how they sound. That's, I mean, the annotation and everything. I got to hear these guys. That's yes. So funny. Oh, you will. But that you waitress got... tonight, I'm telling you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, she's it, Fargo. I know. It's just, oh, yeah. <laughs> I got to try not to laugh. And they, they look. Because <laughs> it's funny. It is funny. Because, I mean, I don't hear it in my own voice, but my husband, who's from Chicago, he hears it. 
And he'll just bust out laughing. I'm like, why are you laughing at me? He goes, I don't know why I'm laughing at you. And then he'll do it in my I'm like, oh, my God. So Chicago. They're just <laughs> so Chicago. Just well, busting I, your balls for and no it's reason. Like, can you really talk if you got a Chicago accent? Is that really that much better? Yeah, that's pretty accent. severe. There's he a, doesn't have one, but I mean, there's a severe yeah. too. Like the thick, the thickness. Yes, uh-huh. gets, gets a little real. Out and it's, there. it's not even that dissimilar from the Minnesota accent in a lot of ways. Because the, the Midwest, right? The, the Bears accent. Yeah, the Bears. The Bears. It's kind. Of, yeah, it has a, like a little bit of a Minnesota twang in there too. But oh, I believe JB's uh, here. Yeah. So I didn't know that. I didn't know that. You know, Thank well, you. So we're, we're in the mid. We're in the Midwest. Okay. Yes. Uh-huh. So that that explains the Chicago Bears Minnesota Vikings rivalry there. Yeah. Four well, hours, right? Or six hours in Chicago. It's about a five and a half hour drive. Yeah. It's not bad. You got to go through Wisconsin though. Oh, I can hear it. I can hear you now. Yeah. The more now that you you're talk, paying attention. I can hear it. Yep. I'm look. I'm listening for it. I I know I I don't hear it and I my mom was from the south. Yeah, I can south. hear it all day You're now. From Winnipeg. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know, but no. Uh, um, my mom was from North Carolina, so I don't know how my accent came to be. There it is. It's right there. I don't know how it came to be. It's right there. It's just coming through more and more. More yeah, here. It's just busting out now. I'm waiting for you to say, "Don't you know?" Yeah, I, I say it's funny when I go to Sault Ste. Marie. I feel like I'm amongst my people because up there <laughs> oh, they God. really. God bless you for going there. Yeah. What is that? Sault Ste. Marie, Michigan. It's up in the upper. Uh, oh, in the UP. the UP. UP. We got Sault Ste. Marie in Canada as well. Yeah, yeah. it's like yeah. it's like a border town between Canada oh, okay. and Michigan. Yeah. Yeah, don't go. <laughs> There's not much in there. We always go there for a paranormal convention. At, at the casino there. A paranormal yeah. convention. Because there's yes. ghosts there. Don't that, go. That's <laughs> not going to lie. It's, it's horrible, dangerous. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. No, my husband does that. That's what he does for a living. He's a radio show host in, in the paranormal world, so he does speaking engagements and stuff. And You're married to a Ghostbuster? Pretty much. That's dope. Yeah. <laughs> that's dope. <laughs> that's dope. What? I don't care what I'm, saying. I'm, I'm being serious. They're laughing, but I do that story. Yeah. Yeah, he. <laughs> so like, like, it's like the dream job, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, oh, it's basically what he does for a living. Except for those four hour, four a.m. mornings in the weird asylums or state hospitals. I could only imagine you know? your house. So if, there, if he hears something, he's like, "Yeah, that ain't no ghost." There's too many kids in, the, in their house, so well, they, yeah. they just think it's one of the kids. <laughs> oh, yeah. Wow. Well, and like, how many cats? Three. Five. Oh, okay then. Ghosts, yeah. are, ghosts are sitting there all pissed off because they can't frighten you. Yeah, I know. Well, I got five cats in the bed at me every, with me every night, so no, oh, nothing wants to bother you said me. cats? Yeah, I have yep. cats. I hate cats. Five, five cats and, five cats and cats. six kids. That's a lot of noise. I hate cats mm-hmm. so much. Yeah? I don't hate your cats. I'm just saying. <laughs> it's a general personality rule. for a domesticated animal. They're I know. I, I'm, I'm, I am a dog person with five cats. I'm a dog person too. Yeah, I just can't do a dog right now. It's just too much work. You got six. You got five cats. You get a dog. You got six cats. Five cats. Yep. That's a lot of work for litter boxes. At least equivalent to two kids. (laughs) We have three litter boxes. (laughs) Yeah, that couldn't do that. Dog is two kids basically. (laughs) It is. It is. Dogs are work. The kids want. Oh, we want a dog. We we promise we'll. 
take care of it. I'm like, yeah, right. Yeah, I bet. Yeah, yeah. I'll be out. In the, it's minus 30 <laughs> wind chill and you're bringing the dog out. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Or cleaning up after the dog. I don't think I so. I want to walk it. Yeah. I know. Can or they do the whole it? Take it, stand outside the door with the leash and let it sit out there for like two seconds to pee and then to drag it back oh, in oh. before he can finish. So. Yeah, we're just not going to do a dog. We have too much going on. Dogs are awesome, though. When, when you they get are. The right, if you get the right dog. Yeah. And they're properly mm-hmm. trained. Exactly. Yeah. Hence the right dog. Hence <laughs> <laughs> the right the dog. The right dog, you know. You don't yeah. want the, the, the wrong dog. Yeah, but my five cats, they keep us entertained. We, I got ones that are almost a year old, so okay. they're real spunky and fun, and they have wrestling matches in our bathtub, and... So I just oh, that's always nice. Oh yeah, they're fine. They're they're not like all the cats get along. I'm shocked too. Although Cheech, um, he's kind of my loner cat. He was getting ticked off at the other cats last night because he's cuddled up next to me, and the other cats would come by, and he, you know, he gets. You have a loner cat named Cheech. Yeah, we call him Cheech because he looks stoned all the time. (laughs) (laughs) So I knew that's where I was going. Yeah, he does. I think he's allergic to himself. And <laughs> he's got like watery eyes all the time. And some cats are like that. I, I think he's That's so funny. And his ears like sit straight out like this. And so his eyes are half open and his ears are stuck out. He looks stoned. So we hey, called man. Hey, origi- man. Originally his name was Dawson, but we re- renamed him Cheech. Hey, man. I'm just here. You know, <laughs> me and my four brothers, whatever. <laughs> Yep, that's exactly. Just scratch my ass and call it a day. <laughs> Seriously, like, saying. well, have you ever like looked at your pet and be like, you know, if you could talk, what would you sound like? And you kind of do your own like little voices for your animals. Do you do that, Andy? I used to. Like, what would Hobbs sound? <laughs> what would Hobbs sound like if Hobbs could talk? Well, he does talk. He doesn't <laughs> say words, but he does talk. You have a dog or a cat? I have a dog and a cat. Oh wow! Two cats now. Mm. So. Well, yeah, technically. It's kind of a nebulous situation. That is interesting. I always, I always found it interesting to see cats and dogs living in the same house. <laughs> I was, because, you know, when you're a kid, you're trained to, th- to think that they don't like each other. Yeah. 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 So when you see them in the house, you're like, I don't know how this is working for you. Mm-hmm. I had a, a dog and a cat, and they would cuddle up next to one another and sleep and cuddle, and they got It sounds like my parents. <laughs> <laughs> Do you feed them and take them outside too? Sometimes. Sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Only on Mother's Day and Father's Day. So you have some tickets to give away. I do. We're gonna do a four pack of passes to tonight's seven uh, thirty. What show. has everyone gone mad? <laughs> you gotta entice people to get out in this cold weather. Absolutely. Absolutely. It was minus twelve this morning when I was leaving the house to pick up tricks from the hotel, but. Uh, Why don't you tell them the story there? No, I'm not going to tell them the story. <laughs> no, all right, I'll oh, tell, the, I'll tell the story real quick. We got, we got four and a half minutes before the next break. <laughs> so <clears throat> I live in Coon Rapids, and it took me two hours to get from Coon Rapids down to the Mall of America. Coon Rapids? Coon Rapids. Yes, that's the name of the town. Yes. I don't like that. <laughs> we apologize in advance. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not going there. <laughs> and uh, so I pick him up, and we pick up Van who's uh, the assistant manager at the House of Comedy now. And uh, we're going to go to uh, KQRS to mm-hmm. do the show this morning. And I-35W northbound into the cities was backed up 18 minutes, according to Google. So I hop off, and I'm going to go up, uh, I don't know, Cypress Seat or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. And coming down, we're 55 meets set to it. Mm-hmm. And 
Can't quite stop going into a red light. Mm-hmm. Plop right into somebody's rear end. Yep. <clears throat> the snow on the guy's bumper didn't even get knocked off. <laughs> okay? My front end of the company vehicle, mind you, completely <laughs> crumpled. Done. That's how it always works. Yep. Mm-hmm. Done. Yep. So, needless to say, we didn't make it to the show this morning. And uh, my bosses weren't exactly happy, but they weren't exactly upset about it either. It would have been dope if it was a phone interview when that happened. I'm texting the producer of the show, and I'm like, there's no way. Like, can we just do a phone interview? He's like, 940 or just pass it. And I was like, okay, well, we're going to figure this out, right? <laughs> yeah, I know. It, this type of weather, it's so hinky. Yesterday, I can't imagine how long it took people to get home after work. I ended up not coming in yesterday because I have, there's no school today, yesterday and today because of conferences. And then I had all this snow. And then my husband was at the airport trying to get out to L.A. So I was at home with six kids um, in a snowstorm. And I'm like, and I my stepdaughter's type 1 diabetic. Wow. And she was supposed to be with her mom. But her mom had emergency surgery the night before. Oh, so I'm like, geez. I'm stuck at home. I can't leave her home alone. And I'm like, if I would have gone anywhere. And then I called Doug Sprinthal afterward. And he's like, you're lucky you didn't come in. He's like, I, semi-trucks can't even get up the on-ramps. Yeah. Um, did, to you, get did, on he, to, did you husband get out to L.A., though? Yeah, he did. His, his flight was delayed like three hours. It's weird because I remember this couple uh, at the show last night. They, they had to cancel uh their trip to vegas because um whatever airline they had couldn't get them on a flight till saturday oh really so they just canceled the whole trip oh. i felt bad for them because yeah I, it's vegas i can imagine our uh softball team at the university of minnesota was leaving to go south yesterday okay they were delayed and delayed and delayed. Oh, wow. I don't know what time they finally got out of here. But You, you had mentioned that the semis couldn't even get up the ramps. Mm-hmm. There was a period of time this morning when 35W comes in, it runs parallel with 94 and then turns again to go south. Where right when it turns again, right where the 24th Street Bridge was, mm-hmm. there's a period where the highway actually goes up. Mm-hmm. And because everybody was going so slow, nobody could get up the hill. They kept fishtailing. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a mess. Why yeah. am I even doing this so early in the morning? <laughs> you gotta Why love they? winter, man. Couldn't even get, couldn't even accomplish the task I was set out to do. But oh my goodness, I couldn't believe it. Breakfast I... was good, though. Yeah. <laughs> Where'd you go? Uh, back to the hotel. Oh, uh, whatever that place is but, at the Blue Radisson okay. Blue. Yeah, there it was a dope restaurant. Oh really? I thought maybe you guys pulled off and. I thought about going Found. to IHOP, not going to lie. <laughs> Found some Just give me an omelet, I'm good to go. <laughs> Found some hole in the wall to have breakfast. <laughs> I can tell you one thing, though. When you're stuck in traffic for that long in a snowstorm, you have a long time to self-reflect and talk to yourself. And you realize, I mean, I was, I, I was stuck in traffic yesterday. I had to run to the store, and it took me 45 minutes to go... Mm, pro- like 45 minutes to and from to go to Target. It's maybe two miles from my house. I had to get cereal. And I started talking to myself. I'm like, what am I doing? This is bizarre. And it, what can you do? You're stuck. You can't go anywhere. People are slipping and sliding. And you're just like, I, you know, you can't get mad. You just got to deal with it. But I'm glad you guys got around the city safe. But we do have to go to break. When we come back, we'll talk more with tricks. And we'll give the show times and all that. And how do you want to work the passes? Do you, um, do you want people to call in? Do you want? 
you want to have him call in or you know comment on our Facebook or something like that. Okay. I don't know, maybe we'll make a, a post or somebody's Facebook and then randomly select somebody. Okay. Pick him up at the box office. Yeah, you got to go out and see some comedy. It's not it's cold out, but it's not as bad as it was what two weeks ago two weeks ago yeah. oh yeah you should have been here two weeks ago it was like 60 below wind chill oh jeez <laughs> yep no thanks alright well we'll be back here on the Tom Bernard show Tom here for Sabre Plumbing Heating and Air Conditioning right now Sabre and Bryant are teaming up to offer 0% financing for 36 months when you buy a new Bryant furnace this is the perfect time to replace your old furnace with a new trouble free energy efficient furnace from Sabre And when you buy Bryant equipment, you're getting one of the most trusted names in the industry. This 0% offer is available for a limited time. Call Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning to find out more. And please tell them that Tom sent you. Sabre and Bryant, whatever it takes. Tom Bernard here to tell you, Priority Courier Experts has immediate openings for drivers looking for more. Priority drivers are independent contractors who set their own hours, start from their own driveways, and deliver local on-call parcels and freight, which means you're home for dinner every night, and you get paid weekly. Right now, Priority's driver-friendly lease-to-own program has brand-new dock trucks, flatbeds, curtain sides, and tractor trailers just waiting to be driven home. And Priority is also offering a $4,000 sign-on bonus to qualified drivers. So if you've got the skills, we can get you qualified to start driving a brand new truck in as little as three days. Calling all drivers. Come get the $4,000 sign-on bonus you deserve for all the knowledge and experience you bring to the delivery business. Call our fleet reps right now at 651-748-4477 or visit them online at Priority.com. Priority Courier Experts. Every time you call us, we deliver. I always get sad when I hear this. Jackson yeah. 5? Yeah, because Why Michael was so talented, dude. Like, he was yeah. talented and he had a big nose like me and he was black. Then <laughs> one day I woke up and he was a thriller zombie. <laughs> With no nose. With no nose. No right. nose. I, I don't even know what pigmentation that was. It wasn't white. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it wasn't black. It wasn't light skin. It was just... That was one of my favorite lines in a movie. It was the Hot Tub Time Machine. Did you ever see that movie? Oh, and they go, what color is Michael Jackson? Just he to find goes, out what, what year, year is it? And, and, and they're like, oh, no, well, how Because what it? color is Michael Jackson? <laughs> yeah. You, and they go color? black. And, and he starts screaming. That was Craig Rouse ever. And I yeah, and then there. he knew what year, what, you know, part of the 80s yeah, he was in. Yeah, if you say black, then you're definitely in the 80s. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm actually going to go see the Jacksons and the Commodores. March first. So you're, you're, you should bring Kleenex. You're gonna cry. You think so? How many? How many of the original Jackson Five are still? All of them. All of them. Except for Michael. Michael. The, the real question is, who cares? Like it's just, <laughs> because but Janet not, was listen, never part I, of that. She was too young, right? Yes. Uh, she would go uh, when they had their uh, variety show. She would pop up every in her in her yeah, walker. She's a cute little like, kid. Her little yeah. toddler walker. She was cute yeah. when she no, was a little she kid. No, she was about. She's still cute now, and she's fifty. Absolutely. She was about. You know, about eight years old when they had oh, the show. Okay. So she yeah. was. She was older. Okay. Right. I thought she was but like if you watch old younger. Jackson footage, you just knew, like, this group is not watchable without Michael in it. I'm sorry. <laughs> I tried. And even if they, they tried to do a concert in Toronto, uh-huh. and nobody cared. Oh, really? and And that's, come on. And that's saying a lot. Because there was a time where you say the Jacksons are coming, 
and you 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 know you well, lose I, your mind. I wonder who does the lead. Is it Jermaine or I think or, Marlon. Or Marlon? Uh, no, I think yeah, I think Jermaine sings some songs. Marlon and Jackie is singing, okay. but Randy's not in the group because. Him, right. him and Jermaine are beefing. Are they? Yeah, but Jermaine <laughs> took his wife. Like, haven't, haven't they been beefing for like 30 years? <laughs> yeah, you can't. He took his wife? He took his wife. Well, I, mean, I didn't know that. That'd be upsetting. Yeah, that's a little upsetting. Yeah, I think but so. But at the same time, though, how much is it his fault versus her fault? I'm still. You know right. what I mean? I'm, come on, man. Like, if we're brothers, she had to go oh, yeah, whose fault it is? There's supposed to be a yeah. code. <laughs> I'm not supposed to have sex with your ex. I don't care what who. Oh, yeah, was it who hit on who? Oh, that's free game. <laughs> oh, you, you like, if you're, I'm just kidding. I mean, there's no way you want your brother. Even if you hated your ex, you're not. You're, you don't no, want your brother. No, no, no. Right? You don't want to do that. I didn't want to anymore. So family, why would you? <laughs> she's still at the family gatherings, just with a different brother. Yeah, she's sitting on the other side of the table now. Super awkward. I don't blame him. But and you, then you know, like let's be honest, they're they're just unwatchable. Nobody cares. And, and you notice without the, Michael in the group, the one name nobody ever brings up, it's Tito, because oh, everybody yeah. figures that Tito can't sing. He's, he actually had an album out. I heard it. He can play some bass he can, guitar. Yeah, he though. sings very. He sings, but Does it's he? just not like I, again. There's nothing this group's gonna do mm-hmm. that's gonna replace anything Michael did in the group. Yeah. I well, agree. they had some hits post Michael. Like what? <laughs> Name one. Can I go with that real quick? Yeah. <laughs> Twenty three hundred Jackson Street. Mike's in the song. I I don't know. Did they ever come? Yeah, up? they had some. They had a couple. Picture everything they tried to do without Michael. I remember that album Victory, and they came out with Torture, and and right. this is when Michael was way too big. Yeah. And him and Jenna, um, him and Jermaine are the leads in this, and they both don't make appearances in the video, so you don't care. Mm-hmm. Then they came out with a song called Body, which is Marlon singing, which is atrocious. <laughs> it's atrocious. <laughs> and the other, you know, the brothers don't even appear in the video. It's just, it's just one of those things. Where it's like, look, let's just admit that you know what. You can't watch certain group. You can't watch this Child without Beyonce. You can't watch NSYNC without Justin. Mm-hmm. And you can't watch Jackson Five without the Jacksons. It's just the way it is. There are certain groups. Can you watch the Supremes without Diana Ross? No. No. You know, there are certain people that just outshine their you groups. You can't watch the Osmonds without Donnie. You can't. Because <laughs> so, he was the he was the cute kid voice front voice. It's mm-hmm. just you. You can try. It's just certain groups. That, this, that there was one person outshined and was the group. Yeah. And you only cared about the group because of that person. Yeah. And as soon as that person's gone, it's like, eh. I think the Jacksons are legendary. Yep, they're, the, they're probably one of the most legendary entertainment families. But I'm sorry, I want to see the guy with the glitter socks and the guy that can moonwalk and the one that has the actual talent. Now, Where is he? One, he- of the, one of the things that it's been brought up in our house quite a bit since Bohemian Rhapsody came out, um, how Adam Lambert has stepped as the lead singer for Queen. And I've heard very mixed reviews about Adam fronting Queen, oh. and that there's a lot more better options out there. But I heard he's doing. <clears throat> somebody saw the show in Vegas, mm-hmm. and they said that he was phenomenal. Yeah. But he, but you have to go in there with the mindset that he's not Freddie Mercury. Right. Yeah, and I like think if if you go in there thinking he's going to be somewhat like Freddie, that's where you just disappointed yourself already. Mm-hmm. He's not Freddie Mercury. Yeah. He's not, and he's not trying to be. I, I don't think. There's anybody that could compare it to his Absolutely. range either, mm-hmm. right? And I think Adam Lambert was a decent choice because he could sing. Yeah, he can. Uh, I, yeah, he's he's not Freddie Mercury. There won't ever no, be no. another Freddie Mercury. Absolutely but, not. Um, he kind of puts his own spin on the Queen songs. Obviously, Brian May and uh, the rest of Queen thought that he was good enough to front them. So 
Uh, but I've heard a lot of mixed stuff for that. And my kids want to go see because I think they're coming to town, and they want to go see it real bad. Those huge shoes to fill, man. Mm -hmm. It's like when TLC, we're in TLC, um, tried to yeah. replace Left Eye, mm -hmm. and and they uh, the movie came out. Little Mama did a great job in the movie. Mm -hmm. Then they, they they figured, oh, you know, she was pretty good Left Eye in the movie. Let's let's let her perform with us. Let's mm -hmm. let her do waterfalls with with us. And people were like, don't ever do that again. Yeah. <laughs> You know, it's just a huge. I would, I would never like, even if I had half of Michael Jackson's talent, mm -hmm. I would never want to be in the Jackson Five. Yeah, that's just you know, that's just too much pressure. You know, because everyone immediately they, they can't help it. They're going to compare you to the original. Yes. Say and Michael's son could sing. Which one? It, the the the, the little white babies that he's got or... running around. Yeah. <laughs> What's his name? Blanket. We're still calling those his kids. Are we doing that? Like, <laughs> I I'm think sorry. so. <laughs> All right. Could sing and fill that position. No. Would, still wouldn't. Absolutely not. There's a, just be there's somebody be that Michael, does that, be, isn't there? Be Michael Jackson's son. Somebody's kid that took over their their. their yeah, Wu Tang Clan. I, I saw. I know Wu Tang Clan. Old Dirty Bastard's son is in the group now. Mm. <laughs> and we're like, no. I just love it. Older it's cool. Kids. Like, it's cool that the son's in there and they've embraced him as one right. of the members. But we know you're not your father. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's How about, like, I mean, we're talking about something not even close to comparison to Michael Jackson, but like Will Smith and Yeah, his Will Smith side. and his kid. He tried uh, to get him. Uh, was that Jaden? Jaden. Try to Jayden. make him. Well, Jaden does his done, own thing. Has done performances with Will. Yeah. And when I, he was, like, really, really young. No. Uh, Recently. Be, so they, I, I watched a Graham tour. Norton show from. from, mm -hmm. from uh, the BBC, and there's a, a thing where him and uh, Will were singing the theme song to Fresh Prince. Yeah, and then Jazzy Jeff. And was Jazzy Jeff was there, there. And, oh. and then Carlton comes out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I saw that. Hmm. Um, Jaden Jaden has his own entity. He, he has. Own, oh yeah, he's put albums out, hasn't he? Yeah, yeah and he's yeah. actually not. He's not bad. And then the 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 the, the, the daughter had that I whip my hair or oh, whatever. God. It was. Oh, she changed, yeah. But she changed. Now she's more. You know, the grass, -annoying. the grass is so beautiful, and the beavers need to be heard. And she's oh, very yeah. Cat, <laughs> very earthy. Woodstocky, very earthy. Is that uh, a Minnesota <laughs> reference? Very, um, <laughs> very um, acoustic now, and uh -huh. she's not bad. It's She's very good. Hasn't uh, John Lennon's son played with, at one point, played with the remaining Beatles or something? Isn't yeah, he's done. Julian Lennon? Yeah, yes, Julian. I believe. I think it's Julian. Yeah, he's done some stuff. He sounds just like his dad. He does. Mm. Yes, like he could totally. No, like Julian, that guy. For goodbyes, bear yeah. and air. Yeah, I, I want to see. Yeah, this, this, is, again? this is before. <laughs> this is before the second one died. Mm -hmm. um, George Harrison. I think they his were. yeah his son too looks just like him and he plays guitar, and um, he's done some stuff. Uh, I don't know if he sings much, but I know he plays guitar just as well as George did in the Beatles. So let's I, establish that Miley Cyrus is better than her dad. That is true. That's that's the only family yeah, but you where can't you can't I, she couldn't you, you cannot the take away the trademark mullet from Billy Ray. Uh, like that, well, that. Miley could put one on, and surprise, <laughs> surprise, Miley didn't do that. Yeah, I'm surprised. Yeah, I'm she's done many things. She just came out with a mullet. You ever see that her and Jimmy Fallon do the subway thing, mm -mm. where they dressed up? Yep. And 
Fallon. Nobody, was nobody in, knew it was them. They were both in costume, and Fallon had a mullet. <laughs> <laughs> nobody knew it was them. It was Actually, <laughs> Jimmy Fallon is very talented musically. He is. He and can sing. Got, he plays. Yeah. Have you ever heard him do? Uh, he did Jim Morrison's. I think he did a Sesame Street version as Jim Morrison. I know the, the wheel musical impressions that he does. Yes, yes I and, love that. Oh my God, he sounds just like Jim Morrison. I'm like. Oh wow! Yeah, I'm surp- I'm shocked that he hasn't done more. I I mean, I understand he loves comedy mm-hmm. and everything, but I'm surprised he hasn't kind of ventured out more into the music world because hmm. he actually has a great singing voice and he's talented. I think he can play guitar, piano. Maybe he's just comfortable. Yeah. He has so much fun with that job, though. Mm-hmm. You he's, know, he's doing great at it. I don't. I don't. It's incredible. I love watching it. Like, I like Fallon's show. Mm-hmm. Some people hate on it, but you know, I guess to each his own. Everybody likes their style of late night. I, I like Fallon. I think he's entertaining. Now, have you done any late night? Not yet. One day. Well, maybe it'll be Jimmy Fallon. I'm, I'm, if I had to pick, you know, the, I guess career the cooler career credit would be mm-hmm. Conan. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I think I'd have the most fun on Fallon. Yeah, so. that's because I love the roots too. Mm-hmm. Like just give me that show. If I meet the roots, then I'm uh, I'm good. <laughs> oh, I love the root when they would go on Dave Chappelle's show. Oh. Like that episode with uh, oh, what's his name? Uh, the guitar, the singer. Oh no, he's talking about John Mayer. John Mayer. Yeah, and they kind of did the difference between you know how black people react to music and white people. So funny in the barbershops. Yeah. So funny. Yeah. <laughs> I actually I actually got drunk with those two. Oh, really? And it was a fluke. I oh. fanboyed Chappelle. <laughs> I fa- yeah, because I was in the store, the L.A. comedy store, and I saw him, and I lost my mind, because he's like my favorite comic. Mm-hmm. And I went up to him, and I was like, dude, I'm, I know you hear this all the time, but you're like my favorite comic. He was like, hey, man, thanks, man. I go, he goes, where are you from? I go, I'm from Toronto. Um, you actually hang out with a friend of mine. It was a rapper. His name's Cardinal Fischel. And he's like, you know Cardinal? That's one of my favorite rappers, man. Yo, follow me to the back room. I was like, what back room? So we go to a back room. There's this room in the in the in the comedy club for I guess guys of that level. Like, mm-hmm. you know, they don't want to be around the regular people. There's like a private bar, and in there's like Pivens in there, John Mayer, Dion Cole. I'm like, what is this? <laughs> and it was like something fresh out of his skit, like the Charlie Murphy mm-hmm. skit. Mm-hmm. I'm like, this is unreal. So he's and. You know, Dave can drink, mm-hmm. so he's drinking. And I and I said to him, I said, you know, your your last special is really really good. It reminds me of prior special mm-hmm. where he's sitting, um, the one we're sitting in the club. Right. It reminds you of Alive and Kicking, where prior mm-hmm. there's no audience, it's just him, and it sounds like there's only eight people in the audience. But prior is like, it's like the most genius material I've ever heard. And he's mm-hmm. like, man, I never heard anybody say that to me before. You know what? I'm going on. And I was like, oh, this is going to be great. Because he was smashed. (laughs) So he bumps like five comics because it's Chappelle. As soon as Chappelle says, I'm going on, just if you were on next, just go sit down. So he goes on. And uh, I don't even know how they managed to tell the guy on stage. Because it's like one of those things where Dave Chappelle says, I'm going on. It's like, okay, he's next. So I don't know how they got the message to the guy on stage. So they got the message to him. And uh, it was like at least maybe 11 in, in in night. Mm-hmm. And people were uh, as soon as the comic finished, everyone's getting up to leave, and the guys like, I don't, I don't think you should leave, guys. I, I really think you should stay, because the next guy's really good. Mm-hmm. And everyone's like, Yeah, whatever. 
Okay, I'm saying I'm not gonna say his credits. Uh, give it up for Dave Chappelle, and everyone loses their mind. <laughs> Everyone's losing their mind. So if you can see that comics are running down from right. their rooms because everyone just wants to be there, and this guy is so smashed. So I'm like, <laughs> I can't wait to hear what comes out of this guy's mouth. <laughs> and the first thing he says is, "Hey, man, you know, I flew in for the I flew in for the funeral. I flew in for." Aziz and Zari's funeral. And that was when he was going through the Me Too thing. And yeah. everyone's just like, oh, come on. And he just rips Aziz for like 20 minutes. Oh, wow. It was so funny. But not in an attacking way, in just a funny Chappelle way. But it was 20 minutes of just him going off the top. And it's just, you could you know it's the liquor talking. Yeah. And I'm on the floor because I'm like, you don't know how much this guy drank. <laughs> and, I, I, and he's like, this is why I tell you to put your phones away this is why you can't have your phones because my career is supposed to be over yeah. with the things that come out of my mouth and he was going on he said some things even about the me too movement where i'm like if this guy ever put that on a special he'd be done yeah like he'd I, be crucified i've watched the Chappelle show three times in its entirety all yeah. three seasons. Even the, one, even the one when he oh, was there. Oh, I loved. Well, he's the closest. I mean, I know. Oh, Richard. you mean all of it? Yes. Not just three episodes. No, yeah, okay. like all three seasons. <laughs> I was like, I've watched oh, it three fan. times. Yeah. <laughs> I think she meant two and a half seasons. Um, but <laughs> I'm sorry. No, because <laughs> he's not in the third one. Is what well, he is, but yeah, very minimal. There yeah. was yeah, but uh, uh, I think he's the closest thing that we've had to Richard Pryor. Comedy wise, you think so? I think so. I mean, there have been a few, but it's almost like they were mimicking mm-hmm. Richard Pryor. Yeah, versus, definitely does it. He mimic. just has a natural that natural rawness to him, like Pryor did. He paints pictures, mm-hmm. and I think that's what. Because I've always tried to figure out what it is about Chappelle that makes him so dope, and why people love him so much. Mm-hmm. And I know I went to his show in Toronto. I went to the twice. I went to the Monday show and I went to the Wednesday show. He had announced the show on Thursday. Mm-hmm. It sold out three shows. And I remember he was just working on material. So I went the Monday because I wanted to see him put it together. Mm-hmm. And then Wednesday I wanted to see how far along he got with it. And it's just like, yeah. as a comic, it's just magical to watch because he's just, it's he's just it's like he's not even trying mm-hmm. to be funny. Like he's not. Trying to convince you know some comics try to convince you. Yeah, the comics. He's like he's just naturally funny. He just talks and you're dying. I'm like, why am I laughing so hard? Well, you got okay. So you have a show tonight, seven thirty, and at nine forty-five, and then tomorrow, seven and nine thirty. And the drink break in between. (laughs) Oh, you do have a show on Sunday, a seven o'clock show on Sunday as well. So go out and see Tricks at House of Comedy. We'll be giving away uh, some tickets. I will be putting that on our social media, uh, Twitter and Facebook. You can follow us on Twitter at Tom Bernard Show Tom Bernard. and Tom yeah. Bernard Podcast on Facebook. So it was great having you in studio. We had some. I love music, so it was fun to talk music. <laughs> that was kind of cool. I like how you play Chade. Yes, Chade. <laughs> So, I miss uh, that. You miss Sade? He yeah. loves Sade. He missed the whole no. conversation. Oh, you're a Sade fan, right? <laughs> <laughs> look, look, see, look at that, his face. She's that, beautiful. That's my, if I was a married man and you get the one pass. That's the hall pass? That's the That's hall a good pass. hall pass. Oh, hall pass. All right, well, thanks for coming <laughs> thanks in. For we'll be me. back here on the Tom Bernard Show.